And if you don't take nothing else from this from this video, you are worthy of new beginnings. You are worthy of a second chance. You are worthy of a different storyline, a different narrative. You are worthy of your own forgiveness. But it is up to you to extend that forgiveness and that grace to yourself. Only you can do that. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Today, I want to talk about forgiveness of self. I did a video a while ago about forgiving other people, what that looks like, what it doesn't mean, what it does mean. And a lot of people left a comment about this idea of self-forgiveness and how hard it is for people to forgive themselves. And I understand. I have been there. I'm in a lot of ways still working through forgiveness of self for some things that I've done. Um, but I wanted to share some tips and advice that have been helping me um, work through self-forgiveness and hopefully you can take this for yourself and apply it to your own life. Okay. So the first tip I have is to fight shame by facing things head on. Shame is something that has, that has us bound, right? It, it literally wraps us up. It stops us from moving. It places us. It almost keeps us stuck in time, stuck in the past with something we've done, right? We're no longer able to see ourselves as developed or maturing individuals. It's about what we did in that moment back then, right? So for a lot of us, we've been avoiding the shame of what we've done, the harm we've caused ourselves or other people. We've been avoiding it and not facing it head on. I implore you, I challenge you to make a list of things you want to forgive yourself for. Make a list of the things that you're ashamed of. It might hurt. It might suck having to go through those things again, relive those things again. But I promise you the only way to get rid of your shame is by facing stuff head on, is with the truth. You can be honest about that thing. Say, you know what, I did do something wrong and it wasn't beneficial, it wasn't helpful and it hurt other people. And this is what I lost. Be honest about it. Because a lot of us sweep the things we've done under the rug, right? We don't want to deal with it because it is painful to deal with. It's a lot of work to deal with, right? But the thing is, the dust is still there. So it's like a room that you know you need to clean that you haven't cleaned and it just weighs in the back of your head like, dang, I need to clean that room. I need to clean that bathroom. Dang, on, right? And it becomes heavy. It's a burden. And it's a burden because we're collecting all these heavy rocks of shame and carrying, with, carrying them with us throughout our entire lives and it prevents us from living and moving forward. So if shame is something that has us tightly bound and wrapped, then we're not going to be able to live. We're not going to be able to stretch and breathe and be. We're always going to be held captive by the things that we're ashamed of. But the way that we address this is by being honest. The first step in forgiving yourself is being honest about what you've done honest about what you're ashamed of, honest about what you didn't do, or just honest about how you feel, honest about being angry with yourself, honest about the fact that you're angry that you allow people to treat you a certain way. Be honest about that thing. So yes, the first step for me for self-forgiveness is facing stuff head on and not pretending that you're okay, not pretending to be happy. Because when you put those things to words, when you put that shame like on paper, when you express it, it no longer has that power over you. When you are honest, when you can share your shame with other people, that's why it's important for us to share. That's why community is so important. When you're able to share your hurt or the, the reason why you can't forgive yourself, it frees yourself. Your words free yourself. But if you are holding this in the back of your head and saying, you know what? I'm a horrible person because I did X, Y, and Z. You're always going to feel that way. And that's going to affect everything, how you relate to other people. It's going to affect the chances you take. It's going to affect your um, self-esteem. It's going to affect how you see yourself and see the world and see others, right? And a lot of us are living in a prison that we've placed ourselves in. Nobody else put us there but us. And so even if other people are affected by what we did, even if they did put us in a prison of their own unforgiveness, we don't have to live within that prison, once we address what we did. So the first step is confronting it head on. And sometimes that looks like going to the person we hurt. 
and being honest and saying, you know what? I really messed this up and I am so sorry. That was not my intention or maybe it was my intention, but I am in a different place now and I feel so remorseful about what I did and I apologize, right? And so we're apologizing because we feel that remorse, we feel that weight, we feel that shame, we feel that guilt, but we're not apologizing to get an apology back. We're not apologizing for reconciliation. Maybe that will come and maybe it won't or maybe people, people need time, right? But that's not your job. That's not your worry. Your worry is focusing on your thing, freeing yourself, And freeing them. Like, one thing that we have to understand is that when we apologize to other people, we free them. When people know that we're remorseful, and I get it, people are like, oh, well, you can't wait for other people to apologize to to you. I agree. But there is something powerful that happens when someone who harms you comes to you and says, I am so sorry. Because you validate their experiences. You validate their feelings. You validate that you actually do care. Right? You validate that they are worthy of an apology. Right? So you being honest with yourself first being honest with somebody else, right? That's the second step in my mind. Third, I would say, show empathy for yourself. Understand, you were a totally different person at that time. I don't care if it was yesterday or five minutes ago. You feel remorse because you know better now, right? You know better now. And maybe you knew better back then, but at this point, you know, like, dang, that was the wrong decision to make. Maybe you thought that was the best decision at the time, right? Have empathy for that version of yourself, for the version of yourself that did the best that she could with what she had with the information she had. Maybe it was fear that caused you to lie to somebody. Maybe it was fear that caused you to miss out on an opportunity for yourself. Or maybe it was your own anger or you're being blinded by your own biases and traumas that caused you to harm somebody else. Like whatever it was, have empathy for that person. Every villain is not inherently just evil, right? Every villain has an origin story. Sorry all for the noise. But every villain has an origin story, right? And not saying that we have to allow villains near us, but I don't think, this is my own personal opinion, I feel like a lot of, you know how people say hurt people hurt people? That could be true, right? But also, we don't have to be around people who hurt us because they're hurt, right? But looking back on our own lives, we know where we messed up because we're in a place where we're more mature now. We know better now. So have empathy and understanding for that person. Just like you would forgive somebody else and be like, you know what? Okay, water under the bridge. Have that same grace with yourself. Why are you, why are you undeserving of that? The next thing I would say is you're sitting in the judge's seat for yourself, right? You are the one imprisoning yourself. You're the one telling yourself you can't move forward, that you're too ashamed, that, you know, you're you're um, unable to be redeemed for, by, you know, for whatever you did. You're the one choosing that, right? And not saying that choosing freedom is easy, but a lot of, again, the prisons that we put, that we're in is a pr- prison we put ourselves in, right? We have the power to be able to be like, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm done. I'm a different person, right? Like I have paid my debt to society. I have, you know, I have lamented over this thing. I have apologized. I have, you know, done all that I could have done. It's time for me to move forward now, right? And so that has to be up to you. You are your own judge in your own seat. But the thing is, you have a moral compass because you feel bad. Like you're not a horrible person. You feel bad. You feel remorseful, right? So because you you feel that remorse, you know better. Like, you know that you could have done better or could have done different, but you didn't, right? So it's like, it's time for us to be like, you know what? It happened. I, I am human. I am flawed. I make mistakes. But now on this side, I see why I did that, and I am committed to not doing that thing again. And so um, you have the power to set yourself free. You got the keys, sis. You got the keys. <laughs> or bro, whoever's watching, like, you have the keys to be able to set yourself free. It's just you have to see yourself as worthy enough to use those keys, right? The next thing I would say is that you need to apologize to yourself and others, like I said. So you feeling remorseful, 
Like, I understand you apologizing to yourself. Wonderful. But again, I think it's important if you offended other people to ask their forgiveness, to apologize to them, to, to show and share how remorseful you are, not for an apology back, not for them to be best friends with you again or, you know, to be on good terms, but because you know that it needs to happen. You know better now. Right. And I feel like when you apologize, when you make peace for that, when you name that thing that you did to yourself or to other people, again, even if you're apologizing to yourself, you start to set yourself free. That shame loosens its grip. Right. It, it's no longer choking you to death. It's like I finally put it out to I finally brought it out to light. A lot of things that we're ashamed about need to be brought to light with safe people, obviously. But we need to bring it out to light because in the dark, it's killing us. It is destroying us. It is crippling us. Right. But we have to be brave enough to step out and be like, you know what? I own it. I did it. And I am so sorry. I am so sorry. While in the moment, it seemed like the best thing to do. Like I would have rather done the, the wrong thing in this moment. At this point, I know better now. I shouldn't have done it. Whether you want to talk to me again is not, that's not the point. I just need you to know that I am sorry for what I did. And that could be to yourself. <laughs> that could be an apology to yourself. It doesn't even have to be to anybody else. Okay. Another thing I would say is honor other people's reactions. Sadly, I can't promise you that every time you apologize, I can be like, okay, great. We can be friends again. That might not happen. It might not happen. I had a situation myself where someone apologized to me and I don't know if we can ever be friends like we were before, but I am grateful for, you know, the apology. You know what I mean? Like, so understand that people can respect their boundaries. They don't have to welcome you back into the fold just because you apologize. But we have to honor their opinions, honor their progress, honor how they process the hurt and the pain and the shame. You know what I mean? Like, because if you offended somebody else, again, including yourself, it takes time. So even understand if you apologize to yourself, maybe you don't feel anything in the moment. And that's okay, right? But you can keep apologizing to yourself. You can keep choosing to free yourself. If you're apologizing to yourself and you're like, dang, I still feel that shame, keep confronting it. Keep talking about it. Keep bringing it up. Talk about it in therapy. Talk about it with your friends, safe people who will help you process, you know, the apology and self-forgiveness for yourself. Okay? So honor people's reactions. You know, you can apologize to somebody and they cuss you out, but you can also still remain free. Just because they don't accept your apology does not mean that you don't have the right to be free. You have the right to be free. Right? And while it might take other people more time and maybe they won't talk to you ever again because they're respecting their own boundary, fine, right? But you have to respect other people's reaction to your apology. Apologies don't always mean reconciliation. Reconciliation is a whole other concept, a whole other step. I can forgive you and still not seek to reconcile our relationship. I can, and also understand that reconcile doesn't mean that we can be best friends. Sometimes reconciliation is just like, I see you, I appreciate you, thank you for the apology. I would prefer if we just kept moving on in different directions. That can be a reconciliation. It doesn't always feel warm and fuzzy, right? But that's not the reason why you're apologizing in the first place. You're apologizing to free yourself. You're apologizing to free someone else. You're apologizing because you mean it, not because you're trying to get something. Because if you're apologizing to get something back, that's manipulation. And that's evil. You're apologizing because you truly mean it and you're truly remorseful and you're truly sorry. And you want this person to heal and you want to heal too, right? No matter what the future holds for either one of you. Um, another thing I would say is, why don't you feel worthy of kindness and compassion? If I'm assuming that you forgive other people, why are they worthy of forgiveness and not you? And again, I don't know the answer to that question. Some, some of that question might take some deep thought and, you know, some therapy maybe, maybe talking to friends. But really question why you feel like you're unworthy to be forgiven. And sometimes, to be honest, the lack of forgiveness of self is pride. It's pride. We think that what we think about ourselves is greater 
than anybody else, is greater than our creator, is greater than the ability to be forgiven, right? We are the judge in our judge's seat. And so for a lot of us, we're like, oh, what was me? I could never be forgiven. And it's like, but you could be if you just chose to be, right? Like you could, you could be if you did the work. Like you could be if you apologized. You could be if you confronted it. You could be if you tried to reconcile, if you tried to make right what you did wrong. That's another thing I should say. If you did something wrong to somebody, <laughs> do right by them and fix it. You don't just get to say sorry and move forward because a lot of people think that forgiveness is literally just like, oh, you know, whatever, it's fine. No, 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 no. Some things require you fixing things that you broke, right? If you stole money, for example, give that money back or, you know, do your do your best by paying the person back with interest if you want to add a little extra on top of that. Like that's confronting what you really did, not because because words can only do so much. But when you break someone, when you break someone's spirit, when you break someone's trust, there is work that has to be done to fix that thing. You don't just get a clean slate just because, right? Like, and sometimes you can, but there is work to be done. Like, and a, a lazy apology to me is, is, an, is an apology with words and not change behavior, right? That is an apology to me. Meaning, even if I wipe the slate clean and say, you don't have to pay me back, it's fine. Don't steal from me again, right? Like, do right by me. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, a lot of us are in our own judge's seat and our own pride and arrogance and shame, keep us bound because who said that you're not worthy of forgiveness why do you feel like you're so special that you're so different that you're not worthy of forgiveness and respect and love what is it about you that is different from everybody else and I get it because we are us right and so we know the dirt we've done we know what we thought we know the secret things we think when people can't hear our thoughts right but you are worthy of forgiveness just like everybody else is if you're forgiving other people you need to forgive yourself that's the, that's the effort you need to put into yourself. It starts with compassion for yourself as a person. You're doing the best you can and you know better now. Have grace with yourself. You have to have compassion for yourself. You have to have grace for the fact that you are ever learning, ever evolving, ever changing, right? Like ever growing. And so if we know that who we are today is not the same person we were 10 years ago, why can't we forgive that person 10 years ago? We know better now. That is a sign of growth. That is worthy of celebration. And now we have like the note, like, dang, I, I shouldn't have done that. My bad, right? So now we have the tools so that we can make it right. We can fix it. Again, it starts with self-compassion. If you don't see yourself as a person, as a fallible person, right? The opposite of infallible. But if you don't see yourself as a per person able to make mistakes, able to, you know, experiment, to test and try, to grow, to change, then you will never have self-compassion for yourself as a human being. And you will never give yourself enough room to make mistakes, right? And not saying that you should be reckless with people. I don't think you should be reckless with yourself or other people. However, like we make calculated decisions based on the information we have in the moment. If you don't have more information in that moment, you're going to make the best decision you think is the best decision. But now we have more information. So that shame could be powerful in that it's a lesson. That shame is teaching us a lesson, but we'd rather use shame to envelop ourselves in shackles. Like we, instead of using shame for knowledge and wisdom and sharing that wisdom with other people, right? We won't even share what we did wrong with other people because we're ashamed of being judged. We're afraid of being judged and shamed. But that, but that knowledge could help other people in their life. You see what I'm saying? Like shame benefits no one. It helps no one. It doesn't help you. It doesn't help other people, right? And it keeps us quiet and bound. When we are worthy of being heard, we are worthy of, of forgiveness. We are worthy of whether they give it or not. We're worthy of forgiveness. We're worthy of giving ourselves another chance. It's really up to your choice, right? And it starts with compassion and grace 
for yourself. The one thing I wrote down is the power of regret is being able to see the lessons and be able to apply, apply them to the future. But don't stay back there. That's the thing. Like we remember what happened in the past because it's something that hurt. It's something that broke us. It's something that changed us. But it doesn't have to be something that controls our narrative. You feel me? Like the stuff that happened back then happened back then for a lesson. That's the power of regret. Is that regret be like, dang, I shouldn't have done that, right? So you don't do that again. (laughs) That's the benefit of regret. It's not there to keep you bound and to keep you from living your life or loving yourself or loving other people or putting yourself out there again, right? But don't stay back there. Don't marinate on that time. Like, you can, you can marry it on it to like heal it and to apologize, to apologize to people to make it better. But after that, move forward. Move on. You staying back there in that shame and regret and that guilt is not helping anybody. Not even yourself. Because now you're unable to love yourself, see yourself as human because you're unable to forgive yourself. It doesn't have to have, it doesn't have to be given all this power that we give it. It doesn't have to be so huge that it stops us from living. We don't have to give it that power, but we do every single day. You didn't know what you know now. Even if you made a bad decision and you knew that it was a bad decision, right? You didn't know the consequences that would happen afterwards. You didn't know that you would be still remorseful 10 years from now, right? So even to avoid that remorse, that um, sorrow, we know not to do that anymore. And again, the truth is, and take this affirmation, if you don't take nothing else from this, from this video, you are worthy of new beginnings. You are worthy of a second chance. You are worthy of a different storyline, a different narrative. You are worthy of your own forgiveness. But it is up to you to extend that forgiveness and that grace to yourself. Only you can do that. You cannot wait for somebody else to say, you know what, you're forgivable now. You have to give that freedom to yourself. If you apologized, if you tried to make it right, if you tried to reconcile, if they're willing to reconcile, right, not being pushy, not forcing things on people, right? If you tried all that stuff, the last step is up to you and nobody else can give that to you but you. Nobody else can give you those keys, that freedom, but you. It's literally up to you. So I understand the work. It takes work to forgive yourself. I don't want to pretend that it's an easy, oh, I forgive myself, we're done. No, you might have to keep forgiving yourself daily. So we put that down. Stop picking it back up. Put it back down. You have to train yourself to not pick stuff up that you put down already, right? It takes work, but it's work that is worthy of your effort because your freedom is on the other side of that effort. Your freedom is on the other side of that forgiveness, So self-forgiveness is really, really hard. It's difficult, but it is worthy. It is necessary. It is necessary for you to live with joy, to live with peace, to actually make an impact on the world, to help other people. Like your shame is not serving you. And that shame is not yours. But you, you have the power to put it down, but you have to do the work to put it down. That shame is not serving you. It's not cute. It's not honorable. It's not holy. Like a lot of people think that by uh, throwing themselves under the bus and keep talking down on themselves that is somehow making them more holy. And like, that's like borderline, like asceticism, like beating yourself up to make yourself more holy. That is prideful, right? (laughs) That is arrogant, but it's also self-destructive. You don't have to beat yourself down to be made worthy. You are worthy. If you would only accept it, if you would only agree It's on the other side of your choice. As an edit exercise, you can literally journal about this. You could say, you know, what haven't I forgiven myself for? That's the first question. What were the consequences of my actions? That question. Why do I feel like I'm not worthy of forgiveness of a new beginning? Answer that question. How can I make this right? What do I know now that I didn't know before? Who do I need to apologize to? Right? These things, these are the questions we should be asking ourselves. And that's how we start to heal and start to self-forgive and self-reflect. 
literally write out, I, Alicia, forgive myself for blank. So again, it starts with self-compassion, self-love. It starts with seeing yourself as a person. And I made a video about that, like getting back in touch with who you are. And you can check that video out here. But if this resonated with you, please let me know. I hope it did. I hope that you start your journey of self-forgiveness. Again, start with self-compassion, confronting that thing head on, making right what you did wrong, right? Forgiving yourself, like being honest about how you feel. But because pretending to be something that you aren't is just more bondage. It's just more weight to carry. And it's too heavy to carry for you to live a beautiful life. Like you are too precious to be weighed down by things of the past. We are in the moment. We are here. We are now. We are ever evolving, ever changing. And you deserve a new beginning. So I love you. I see you. And I will talk to you all in the next video. Bye.